Hello and welcome back to the LifeSpring Why Christmas Show. I'm Steve Webb, your host. And I'm James Cooper. I believe, James, that this is the second Sunday in Advent. So let's light our two Advent candles and find out what part of the Christmas story we'll be looking at today. Well, today, Steve, we're going to find out about Mary and how she found out about how she was going to be part of the Christmas story. The story today comes from the book of Luke in chapter 1 and says this. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be since I am a virgin? Mary asked the angel. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called Emmanuel. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. I don't know what I would have done if I'd have had a message like that. The background to the events are even more amazing, aren't they, Steve? That's right. I guess when we think of Mary, we imagine a mature young woman similar to those we might see with children today. But in fact, Mary was probably only about 14 to 16 years old when all this happened. So Jesus had a single, or at least a not yet married, teenage mother. (laughs) You know, that was quite common back in biblical times. Girls were often engaged and married in their early to mid-teens. Joseph, who Mary was engaged to, was probably quite a bit older than her in his 30s, 40s or even 50s. But even so, Joseph and Mary probably would have been quite a normal couple. Now both Mary and Joseph were descended from the famous King David of Israel, who reigned about a thousand years before the birth of Jesus. Mary also was related to the traditional priest families of Israel through her cousin Elizabeth. We don't know what Mary did for a living, if anything, but the Bible tells us that Joseph was a carpenter. This job was seen by some religious leaders as more of a religious duty than a profession, and the job involved being a stonemason as well as working with wood. So Mary was an average teenager waiting to get married. Then one day, suddenly an angel appears to her to say that she's going to have a child. I think the sentence, Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be, is somewhat of an understatement. (laughs) No kidding. And Gabriel, the angel that brought the message to Mary, is God's chief messenger angel and only appeared to a very few important people in the Bible. The first words that Gabriel spoke to Mary, Greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you, also have a very important meaning. 
The term highly favored meant God's holy grace is upon you and being a blessing from God was something that would have never normally happened to a girl like Mary. You can imagine that she would have been scared, puzzled, and amazed by this. So Gabriel says, do not be afraid. The name Jesus, or Jeshua, or Yeshua, as it would have been said back then, was a very common name in Israel about 2,000 years ago. If you went into any street and called out, Yeshua, to a group of children, it's more than likely that a couple of them would be called Jeshua. So the name Jesus means saviour, and it also has a very important meaning in the Christmas story, and points to what Jesus' life would be all about. In the old Jewish religious stories, only the very important people, such as prophets and kings, had the Holy Spirit come into them. So Mary would have wondered if this could really happen to someone like her. To find some answers, and to also have some privacy, if she were to become pregnant, remember that she wasn't married, she went to see her cousin Elizabeth, who Gabriel said would have a baby, to see if it was really true. She did this even before she told Joseph about Gabriel and Jesus. Mary's visit to Elizabeth is another part of the Christmas story, and you can read about it in the Bible in Luke chapter 1. Nazareth, where Mary and Joseph lived, was a small hill town, but it was on a major caravan route. That's camel caravans, not the holidaymakers. It was also where many of the temple priests live when they were not on duty in the temple. In Jewish law, an engagement or betrothal like Joseph and Mary's was treated almost like a marriage and could only be broken by an official and legal divorce. Remember that Mary hadn't told Joseph about all this yet. Well, he found out. We can read all about that in the book of Matthew, chapter 1. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. It must have been very hard for Mary to tell Joseph that she was going to have a child. And to Joseph, it must have sounded like an incredible and probably made-up story. In fact, he probably thought that she'd been unfaithful to him. Even though they are engaged, and not yet officially married, to break the betrothal, Joseph would have had to divorce her. In those times, adultery and engagement could even be punishable by death. But Joseph decided to divorce her quietly in private, even though this would have really damaged his reputation whether people thought the child was his or not. This type of divorce only needed two witnesses rather than going before the Jewish courts, and no formal grounds needed to be given for the divorce. But in a dream, an angel appeared to Joseph and told him to trust Mary. The angel also told Joseph that the child should be called Jesus. Having a vision in a dream from God was also very unusual and only happened to a very few important people elsewhere in the Bible. So this would have made Joseph pay attention and to do what the angel had said. So, although we might think of the Christmas story as cute and fuzzy, it really wasn't. It had real people that lived real lives.
Stay subscribed to the LifeSpring Why Christmas Show for the next installment. We have some wonderful surprises for you. Thank you for being with us today. As you go about your Christmas preparations, remember what the season is really all about. I'm Steve Webb. And I'm James Cooper. Hi, this is Ron from the Zip 71101 podcast. Imagine returning home after an evening out with your family, only to find that your home had burned to the ground. Nothing left but memories. This happened recently to fellow podcaster Carmen Tyler's sister Diane and her two daughters. Now, I've never been in that situation, and I can't even begin to imagine how they must have felt, especially during this holiday season. Will you join me and my fellow podcasters restore some Christmas joy to this family? You can do so by simply going to www.carmentyler.com slash housefire.html. Click on the donate button and send your financial gift through PayPal. Your gift will be greatly appreciated. And remember, that's what Christmas is all about, giving. Thank you and Merry Christmas. LifeSpring Media, bringing you quality Christian and family entertainment since 2004. Brought to you in part by InTouchProductions.com.